bigger, I'm never just missing my hits, not a little. Shout out to their biggest podcast that I'm into. The Daily Dribble, that was official. Take off like a missile. All the scores that you want to get into. This is just all of the time. We gotta just hit it in now. What is up? Welcome back to another huge episode of the Daily Dribble Podcast, rated five stars by Catherine Jones, who said awesome stuff, guys. So thanks, Jonesy. Thank you. Appreciate Jonesy. that. We'll leave the singing to later on in the episode. Um, thank you for that, Catherine. We appreciate the support. Um, to all of you guys out there, if you want to be featured on the show, make sure to leave a rate and review, and we'll uh, we'll get on to that next week. Perfect. Beautiful. Anyway, as always, guys, I'm your host for today, Nick Zamet, joined as always by my two co-hosts. What is going on, guys? Lee here. <laughs> today, guys, it's right here also. I thought you were going to do the big extended What is yeah, up there? It sounded like you were coming in, coming with full head of steam there, Lee. Not this week. You're going to be coming in with a full head of steam for oh, the rest of the episode? Definitely. Very no good. Fellas, how are we? <laughs> very good. Very right. good, Nick. How about yourself? Yeah, not bad. Um, um, dare I say it? Has it been a big a week big in week? basketball? <laughs> I actually Every week's a big week. Lee's fuming with that. Well, actually, I've had a couple. It's been a funny old week. There's some technical <laughs> issues on the... Uh, the phones and whatnot, so I've kind of been um, left in the, the woods, yeah. yeah, out of the loop a little bit. So you've it's... gone zero dark thirty. Yes, yeah, I have. So <laughs> that's nice to be here with you blokes today. Lot to talk about, lot to get through. So yeah, in store for today, mm. we'll go through our odds and ends to begin with. Uh, we'll we'll then kind of as our I guess our feature segment of today's episode, um, just recap the season that's been so far. Where what the season's been so far. We're nearly mm. at the halfway point, yeah. so we'll have a look at some of the key storylines, uh, the best and worst players. Um, Surprises, I guess. Yeah, just a pretty open, I guess, discussion. Anything and everything's on the table about yeah. what has occurred so far. Um, well, then, the the triumphant return of Hero of the Week. Mm, um, looking forward to that. Looking forward to hearing the intro music again mm. for that. And singing along to it. No doubt. No doubt. And then uh, the return of everyone's new favourite segment, Be Right or Good Night. Yeah, uh, look, after after last week's um, downing of that egg, Nick, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be... Mate, you should be quivering in your boots as you're, <laughs> you're up this week. We've uh, got an exciting punishment, so stay tuned to find out what that is. And, oh, looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, let's not, let's not muck around. Let's get into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A little more enthusiasm, please. Yeah, dear. <laughs> um, Let's go. Odds and ends. So you start us off, Nick. Yeah. Um, earlier in the week, it was announced Blake Griffin had undergone left knee surgery. Mm. Um, the knee that's been troubling him for quite a while now. He's, I guess, finally succumbed to it and had to go under the knife. Um, he's now out indefinitely, uh, and I think that's probably the Pistons out indefinitely mm. as well. Their season is probably, um, especially with the rumours that Andre Drummond's going to be traded yeah, there. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> their team is, well, their season's fallen apart, I would say. And yeah. Yeah, the end of Blake, the end of the Pistons for 2019, so. 2020. Yeah. Uh, and the talks of D-Rose going too, so. Yeah, it's, who's it's been a bit of a good. revelation. Well, he started last season, but this season as well. And mm. his inclusion in the skills contest very much deserved. Mm, exactly. Definitely, definitely. Sort of feels like um, I was just speaking to you guys off mic before. Um, we've got D-Rose featuring in the skills comp this year and 
we've also got Dwight Howard to feature in um, the dunk contest. So <laughs> dunk throwback. Yeah, it's, Superman. It feels Superman like, cape. You reckon? I'm excited. Yeah, it feels yeah. like 2009, 2010 all over again. It's um, exciting. It's good. It's good to see him kind of back in the uh, back in the limelight. He's had um, a real turnaround season this year. It's good to see him getting the uh, the chance to strut his stuff on the big stage. And I'm sure he will. Um, Lee, what did what you have? I got? I've got so this week it was the first game in history, believe it or not, um, with two players recording forty point uh, triple doubles. Yeah, it huge. Was, it was the Hawks versus the uh, Rockets. Uh, James Harden and Trey Young. So yeah, like you said, huge. Harden putting up forty one, ten, and ten in that game, and mm. Trey Young with forty two points, thirteen rebounds, and ten assists. Mm. So I. Uh, yeah, it was, right a, it was a hell of a battle there, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, the Rockets getting up 122 to 115 in that one, but nevertheless, um, yeah, an incredibly impressive showing from both players. Mm. How about these guys? Exciting news coming up. Oh, okay. What is it? Vic Oladipo. He's been out for, for near on a year um, at this point, and now we've been given a date that we think he might return, might return Um on the 29th of January, so not not too far off. We've spoken about this a bit in recent weeks, haven't we, and yep. how like the anticipation has been building for a while now. Um, it's nice to have a date to look forward to, mm. and I think especially for Pacers fans out there, it's um, yeah a bit of a monumental day, I would say. And yeah, I, I can't wait for him to be back. So yeah, really exciting, exciting stuff there. Indeed, indeed. And, and um, I, just, <laughs> I just thought I'd mention just quickly as well. Another one. Um, another thing that I, another thing that I picked up through, throughout the week was um, the KD Kendrick Perkins beef that was going on um, in the Twitter sphere. Um, yeah, that was that was very interesting. Oh, I, I missed this one. What was it? Yeah, what was it to, it to do with? Was it? So basically. Um, Kendrick Perkins came out and said that um, Russell Westbrook's the best player to ever pull on a OKC jersey, which um, you know he he, ha- he has merit. He's definitely it was either going to be Kevin Durant or or um, Russell Westbrook, mm-hmm. um, and then yeah, KD caught wind of this and yeah, he had a, had a little go at um, at Kendrick. Um, Kendrick was essentially saying, well. The Thunder lost in the second round when you were playing KD and Russ wasn't there. So what does that make of you? And then Kendrick came back and basically said, "Oh, come on, you averaged two and three in that series, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and essentially said um, that KD was weak for for leaving for a yeah for the seventy three and nine Warriors yeah. that the Thunder were up in that previous year against three one in the Western Conference Finals, which." Yeah, it's <laughs> I don't know. It just it just had me laughing because both sides had merit. Yeah, and um, well, yeah, would you would you agree? Would you say Westbrook is probably OKC's? Well, he has been their mm. franchise player. Will go oh, down yeah. as probably ahead I, of Durant. I would. I, I would too. Yeah. yeah, and make that three because I yeah. I saw someone make a point today which I hundred percent agreed with. Kevin Durant is the best player to ever play for the OKC Thunder, but it's a different story when you're talking about the best OKC Thunder player 100%, ever. Hundred percent, yeah. And I think I think you can sort of um, 
I, I don't know. It can go either way, but mm. I think it, it it's fair to say that Russell Westbrook would be the best OKC Thunder um, player in their franchise history. You could really go on quite a run and debate about this if you wanted to, but mm. I just think the longevity that he had there, the impact he yeah. had, the fact that when Harden and Durant left, um, Westbrook stuck it out. He stayed. I think even though he left this season, he did um, as much as he could for that franchise. Mm. And... Hence why there was no animosity when he returned. Like well, the fans understood that as well. Yeah. Well, this is a great um, segue segue into, into another odds and ends. His, his tribute this week. Yeah. It I was, loved it. It was very deserving, wasn't it? It was. And, yeah, again, highlights what he meant to that, that franchise. Mm. Um, I think we spoke about a couple of weeks ago. There's been quite a few instances this year where players have received not so... Mm. Warmer welcome. Mm. Well, KD um, probably expected the the reception that Russ got when yeah. he went back to OKC to mm. play. But Different circumstances, 100%. wasn't it? As yeah. you said, joining a seventy three and and nine team, it doesn't really endear you no. um, to a lot of people out there. And yeah, I guess that's probably something that's going to stick with him forever, isn't it? Definitely. Like the fact that you sold out, and it it is a shame given where OKC were at the time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Western Conference Finals, two all-time players, and they were just on the edge of, you know, mm, like a greatness. seesaw. If they had just tipped yeah. the other way just a fraction, mm. they could have been, I guess, the dominant force uh, in the 2010s opposed, as mm. opposed to the Warriors. But yep. Yeah. Got it fired Russ up, though, didn't it? He loved it. Yeah. I think even on his... I think it might have been his Instagram, he said... Um, it just felt like I was home, which I love. I love seeing him get up and about. I yeah. love, we spoke about as well, I'll refer to a couple of weeks ago, him and Pat Bev going at mm, it. Yeah. When he's in a battle and a contest, he is must-watch TV. Yeah. He's probably the realest form of uh, drama slash reality TV going around. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah I, I hope he brings that that. I guess that chip on his shoulder um, yeah. to the playoffs. Mm. I think oh, he will. You need sure. that emotion, don't you? You do, and I think he will certainly add another dynamic to uh, what's already going to be a pretty exciting playoffs. Mm. Speaking of drama, real quick, how about the the Jimmy Butler TJ Warren? Yeah, I love this. Oh, that was do, good. Do you want to do you want to explain what happened? Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yep. Unless you want me to. Um. So early in the week, the Miami Heat played the Pacers. Um. And there was. Uh, a pretty, I guess, rough foul that yeah. Warren committed on Butler. Um, Just unneeded. He was un- grabbing him. He was yeah, like, Come completely on. unnecessary. And this kind of sparked, um, well, it was kind of 20 seconds later, mm. the next play there. Or did you see what happened straight after? Like, they got in Oh, yeah, they straight. got in a tough you know, you know I love lip reading. I don't, I don't love it re- religiously, but... I, I did pick up what they said. I, I saw What did they say? Jimmy Butler turns around, he says, You're effing trash and T J Warren goes, I'll beat your effing ass. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. I'm sure they sounded exactly like that as well. He did, who who he would did. you be backing in a fist fight? I'd be going Jimmy. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I just love Jimmy. Yeah, I, I love Jimmy. Jimmy. Mm. I and it it ended up with Warren getting ejected. Yeah. Um and well, they mean, both they, they both got ejected. Yeah. Sorry, didn't they? And well, then, no, they both got a technical. I both got a tech, and then you Warren can, got yeah. ejected. Jimmy Jimmy blew him a kiss goodbye, yeah. and then I thought that was cute. The social <laughs> the social media fallout after it um, on was it Twitter or Instagram? One of the social one of the socials. Yeah. Jimmy uh, 
calling out Warren, putting up a, a, a picture of their next clash in mm. March, wasn't it, I believe? Yeah, over the next few months, yeah. Yeah, anyway, just saying, um, you know, guard me if you can, pretty mm. much, at the uh, next meeting. Oh, so. you love to see it, because I feel like in this day and age, in comparison to, I guess, the olden days, we don't get to see as much of this anymore, mm. and when it happens, jeez, the NBA fans get around yeah. it, don't they? Well, it's pretty, like, you go back in history and watch the Michael Jordan like the Chicago Bulls against the mm. Detroit Pistons series yep. and seeing Isaiah Thomas yeah. and just those, like the Detroit team were a team full of thugs. Yeah. And yeah, we, <laughs> we, don't, we don't get to see that anymore. Um, yeah. Like it's all the biff and tussles and even heated talking is shut down very quickly now. Mm. So it's, well, um, it's, the, it's the fines that get them, isn't it? Yeah, but really when you look at what they're getting paid yeah. now, it's, it's, it's let's drop that change. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The thing you, I love. Can you drop some of that change over this way? <laughs> That'd be nice. Um, thing, set me up for life. If you want. The thing I love about this is now, probably for the rest of the season or a fair time, they've got this this rivalry, haven't they? So every time they play, you have something to look forward to. I hope I hope the Pacers do put Warren on Butler. They have to, I surely. think. Um, in the interview afterwards, Butler was just saying, you know, he pretty much he hates me because I can guard him and he yeah. can't guard me. He's not on my level, he um, says. Did you see the shove Butler gave him? Yeah. I love because it was su- it was like a big, a big, big budge. Oh, it was funny. I reckon Jimmy will go for 35. He'll light it up. He sure. will light, light it up. up. I reckon he will jack up that many shots. He will be doing, yeah. <laughs> like this season, we've spoke about the heat and how they're, uh, it's a pretty unison team up until mm. six minutes to go in the fourth mm. and then it's Jimmy's game. Yeah. Uh, I think the full 48 minutes or whatever time Jimmy's on the field, it's going to be, the ball's going to be in his hands. And I, yeah. I hope it is, because that's going to be um, a game we're probably all going to circle and tune mm, into. Indeed, yeah. yep. Excellent. Uh, good stuff there, fellas. Is that all we had, odds and ends? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was a fair bit in the end, <laughs> wasn't there? Yeah we, yeah, we just find things on the fly, don't we? Yeah, yeah. yep, indeed. Anyway, we'll move on. Uh, our, our halfway point review of the season, I guess. Mm. Uh, we spoke about it at the start of the show. We've each kind of just got kind of dot points here, and that's going to lead into conversations. Just, just conversations about how we've seen the uh, the season play out so far. Mm. Uh, the first point I've got... Oh, so should I say we'll just jump into it then? Yeah, yeah, yeah let's go. Alrighty. <laughs> um, the first point I jotted down here was how there's been early front runners for both conferences, the Bucks. Mm. And the Lakers in the uh, east and west, respectively. Yeah. Has has their dominance? Do you think been like is it is it warranted? Have they been the best two teams, or the best team in either conference? Do you think? In my opinion, yes. Yeah. Um, like the record says at the moment, yeah. they're they're, you know, Every far and away the best team in in each respective conference. But I've watched a lot of Milwaukee Bucks games this year, and I've watched a hell of a lot of LA Lakers games as well. And that they are a they are a fair way ahead of the next the next best team. Um, and the, that's why I like it can go any way in the playoffs. But I think it'll either be um, I think Milwaukee will definitely take it take it all the way to the finals. You're, you're sold on the Bucks. I'm because I was going to lead in with hundred percent sold on. Are you Lee? On the Bucks, well, yeah, in the East, do, in you, the, do you think they're pretty, pretty certain? Like Rose said, you can't, um, you can't doubt, doubt the record, can you? There are a couple of games in front of the Heat, as well as the Lakes are a couple of games in front of Denver. 
Are, are you saying is this the finals game or oh, not necessarily? But I guess coming out, do they of, deserve it or yeah? Like are they? I think they do. They do. They've been playing better basketball and it shows. Oh, the Bucks are such a tough one for me. Um, as good as their record has been, um, I wouldn't. I don't think they're a lock mm. for the. For Not the Eastern lot, Conference no, Finals. But... Um, I think, like, it's so hard because you've got such an all-time talent in Giannis and you've got yeah. a pretty, like, a strong supporting cast around yeah. him. Bledsoe, Middleton, Middleton yeah. um, Lopez, or the two Lopezes. Mm. But, but I don't know. There's just something that's just holding me back on this team. Mm. Um, Is there another team that you have got in mind that, you yeah, what, why, what, what, where's your hesitance coming from, is it? Yeah. I think they can be exploited, and yeah. I think that was no more shown than uh, on Christmas Day. Yeah, definitely. The 76ers, mm. just mm. we spoke about on our episode after that, um, the size and the length that yeah, they yeah. they possess, I think, will cause, uh, well, not just the Bucks, but a lot of teams trouble. Mm. Um, they haven't quite fired on all cylinders so far, but... Mm. I what? think in the playoffs, I think they'll be pretty tough to, mm. to match up with. In a best of seven series, not to mention. That's it. And like mm. that size and that physical presence that they will kind of assert. Uh, I don't see any other teams in the conference that can match up with that. Mm. Boston, well, really, they have they don't have a real strong no. big man. No. Um, mm. Brown, Tatum, Haywood, Walker. Might get Andre Drummond yeah, just quietly, but say, yeah. that would we'll help that. heaps. We'll leave that for another time. That would help heaps, but then you've got... Um, well, the Pacers can probably combat that a little bit with Sabonis and Miles Turner. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know, but uh, there is just, at the minute, as good as they have been. Um, You're not looking it's at It's kind him. of the same as last season. Like They looked pretty well a lock, and then, yeah... Finally conquered by the Raptors, the mm. eventual champions. But I just feel kind of the same way as what I did last year on them. Not quite sold, and I think they're a fantastic regular season team, um, yep. given the fact that they're they're pretty good on the injury front and that they're not uh, resting players. Mm. But in in the playoffs, I think it might be a different story. Yeah, mm. that's fair. Time will tell. Time will tell. Yeah. You want me to go? Yeah, let her rip. I had to say that um, this year I think it's evident that the big two has has been a big thing. Like there's a lot mm. of big twos. So my Probably question more is... Probably so, more so than ever. Sorry to cut so, you off. But... <laughs> yeah, just cut me off there. But no, so, yeah, more so than ever, ever. My question is who's been the biggest big two twos this year? Oh, um, Where do you start? Okay, I'm not going to overthink this one. I'm just yeah. going to go LeBron and AD. Mm. I think on both ends of the floor that they're mm. probably the most competent too. We've probably seen the most of them. Yeah. Um. You know. In, in, I guess in comparisons to Paul George and Kawhi, yeah. injuries resting. Yeah. Um. But AD, we you spoke about last week. Ro is starting to assert his dominance, mm. and LeBron is just aging like a fine wine at the minute. So <laughs> he gets better with age. Yeah. He gets <laughs> better with age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, for me, I think those two are head and shoulders. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree. The not only are they great players individually, but they do have that chemistry, don't they? You see at least every probably every game you see one uh, full court pass mm. from LeBron to AD which I love seeing it's fun 
I tell you what though, I, the um, James Harden Russell Westbrook duos they they're um they're performing much better than I thought they would as a duo. I thought they would um, get in each other's way a lot of the time. Yeah, as we said, yeah, 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 as we said, um, you know, a few episodes ago, they're two of the most ball dominant um, players that we've had in the history of the NBA, and now um, they're playing on the same team. I thought that could be a bit worrisome, but they've been they've been really impressive so far. They're, um, yeah, I think, like, they're only, what are they, 40 games or so, 41 games, whatever it might be, into their, the next phase of their careers together. Mm. It's, I think with, like, in the coming weeks, months, hopefully, we spoke about before, um, they kind of find out their roles a little bit more. Yeah. Mm. Um, we want, like we've spoken about, we want to say Westbrook, if he's scoring, want it driving yeah, to the bucket. God, I want to see him drive. Um, if not, want to see him distributing. We don't want to see jump shots from Westbrook. No. Do we? Jump shots, bricks from three-point land. It's just not uh, the most effective way for this Houston team to play. No. Yep. Um, if they can get the spacing right and let him just attack the rim, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, like what was it? what what game? was it? The Christmas Day yeah, game against the Warriors where yep. he jacked up thirty-one. Mm-hmm. Shots or something yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. That's not on. Not um, on. If they can kind of sync up a little bit more, you know, and Harden is probably the most dominant scorer. Yeah. In just the twenty first century, just let Harden do what Harden does. Yeah. And and as for Westbrook, like you said, find space and drive, and even incorporate those other players. They do have a lot of other uh, valuable players on that team. Houston scare me though. Just on the mm. basis that they've got the potential to potentially win, win the West. Yeah. Um, yeah. But one injury and in their yeah. their season's over, yeah. just given their lack of depth. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of all or nothing, I reckon, for them. Do you do you think they can? Well, I guess where would you put them in the West at the minute? Do you think they're the third, fourth best team? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Look. Um... They probably range for me anywhere from maybe second to sixth. They're they're yeah. a, they're a strange they're a strange team, aren't they? Mm. Um, at the start of the season, I thought they could potentially be maybe the fifth or sixth team in the West. Whereas at the end end of the year, I think we might find that they will be maybe even maybe even the fourth team um, if they're not if they're not in the top four. Dallas may overtake them, but mm. they'll be. In and around the picture. Yeah, I'd probably have to agree. A big thing with them is they're not... uh, No one's 100% consistent, but they're not very, very consistent. Like like you said, they lost that game against the Warriors on Christmas and they've had other big games where they they? should have won. So if if they can get that down patch or they they could be uh, number three, but right now probably four or five be exciting to see because James Harden's been a notorious uh, playoff underperformer. Mm. It'd be interesting now that he's got his running mate in Westbrook back, whether he can kind of turn this around and redeem himself a little bit. But, but yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, I agree with that. Um, and I think, to be honest, I feel, and I think we've probably seen this year, playing with um, Russell Westbrook has taken the pressure off him and it's made him better. And it's probably made him play with more energy as well because imagine playing at the high level with one of your best mates, which mm. Russell Westbrook he's is. He's just got ever-ready batteries in him. <laughs> he's got, he just brings the team up with him yeah. in terms of um, energy and intensity. Um, we spoke 
we refer to what we've spoken about before a lot, but we have mentioned how uh, we thought this would be the case with the Rockets and Westbrook is kind of that that spark of energy they needed, pushing the pace, um, getting those defensive uh, rebounds. And, yeah, you're pushing the mm. pace. It's something that they've lacked for quite a while. Um, they've cool. been pretty slow, uh, work the clock a little bit more. But, yeah, this year it's nice to see them get up the court. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty excited to see how they go. I hope, and I'm a big fan of both Harden and Westbrook, so it'll be mm. pretty exciting to see how they go. Definitely, definitely. I, I guess uh, to finish this point, um, has this been, I guess, a bit of a game-changing year in the fact that for probably the last couple since uh, LeBron went to Miami, it's been the formation of big threes? been thought that big threes uh, were the key to success but it seems this year has been the year of the duos mm. do you think the league's changing again back to duos uh, yeah yeah I guess so because that's that's what we've seen that's what's happened this year you don't see many um, big you know big threes teams um, that's probably in large part like due to some of the, some of the injuries like you see Steph and Clay injured at the moment um, imagine if they were playing with, you know, D'Angelo Russell, for example, that that'd be a big three, so to speak. But I think so far, it's yeah, you're probably right. It probably has changed from this season big, at least. Yeah, this um, season at least changed from the era of big, t- uh, big sorry, big threes to um, you know, more double jewish. trouble. But yeah, double trouble. Well, I might I might rephrase that question and um, do you think? W- w- would you rather? Would you rather a big three with? Absolute just garbage, making ends meet, uh, filling out the roster, like players. Mm. Or would you rather a, a big two with more, more an even kind of dispersal of quality around them? So you look at the Lakers and they've got yeah. kind of mm. Kuzma, Rondo surrounding him. Goes but both. if they had got Kawhi, uh, AD, Kawhi and LeBron, they would have had... I can't even think who are the worst players in the league mm. surrounding them. It goes both ways because it's really entertaining when... Um, Teams have multiple, you know, superstar players on it, but at the same time, from an NBA perspective, I guess you want the league to be as even and well-rounded yeah, as possible. Good answer. So um, I really like, um, you know, the the big twos with you know deep bench cover. Um, yeah, it's really fun to watch. It's it's good, isn't it? Because that's another point I've jotted down here as well. It's probably the most even the league's been. Um, as we mentioned, the Lakers and Bucks are probably the two standout performers so far. But on any given night, any team can beat any other team. Um, there's been a lot of upsets, uh, a lot of results we didn't see coming. And it makes for more entertaining TV, um, especially given I know a lot of people have tuned out due to some of the injuries that have mm. you know, taken place. Uh, Irving, KD, Steph, Clay. Uh, Zion it has taken the league it has hit the league pretty hard Yeah, but it's nice that the games are still exciting mm. um, would you say this has been the most even the league's the ever league's been, been? Uh, recently yes yeah. yeah I'd have to agree with you there you'd look at teams like I love seeing um, Boston because it's just so even across the board there and like Lake yeah. is like it's great yeah, um, same for me probably. Like, I think on last week's episode we we're mentioning that the super teams were 
were birthed in, you know, 2000 and when was it? 2010 when yeah. LeBron left um, Cleveland for Miami. Um, and then this is probably the first year since then that there hasn't been at least one team with three out and out yeah. superstars of the game. 100%. Um, yeah, but in saying that, it, it does, like, you don't have to have, um, you know, two superstars, three superstars, whatever, to to do well in this um, in this league. You know, you have to... kind of got one, don't they? Exactly. You look at Giannis, he's, he's by himself. You even look at um, the Denver Nuggets, currently second in the West. Yep. Um, you know, Jokic... Um, forgive me, Liam. Good, is, good is, the show, isn't yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't sound too keen. But Jokic is is the superstar on that team. Murray though, he's been... J- Jamal Murray's a really good player, but I think he's. No, I don't. I wouldn't he's rate not him a as a superstar. Number, two, yeah. number no. two star. So you don't have to have these, um, you know, double trouble, triple threats to to um, be a dominant team in this league. Yeah, it's um, kind of feels like it's a bit of a kind of new school versus old school battle this year. You've got, on the new side of things, Trey and Luca, yeah. uh, both leading their respective teams in Dallas and Atlanta, taking the league by storm. And then you've got uh, the golden oldies in LeBron, uh, Chris Paul, who's been absolutely phenomenal in recent weeks, Carmelo mm. Anthony. Um, it kind of feels like it's... Yeah, it's the league's stuck in a bit of a limbo at the minute, it kind of not saying goodbye, but... You know, these players are on the last nine mm, yeah. and these new guys are stepping up as the new the new faces of the league. Mm. Would you say is... Okay, here, here's a question. Uh, <laughs> I, I, just, I rephrased, rephrased that on the fly. Um, <laughs> if, if you were league, <laughs> you know, head league officials um, in higher positions of yeah. what all three of us are at the minute, mm. would you be picking Giannis or Luca? as the next face of the league? Jeez, that's a tough question. It's a tough one, <laughs> isn't it? You've just, you've just thrown us on it. Yeah, that's got me off guard. Um, face of the league. Because Giannis, face. a little bit older, reigning MVPs, mm-hmm. um, arguably the best player in the league. Yeah. But then you've got a lot of opinions saying that Luka Doncic will kind of, by the end of his career, be on the, uh, mm. the Mount Rushmore of NBA alongside LeBron, mm. Michael Jordan... Yeah. Um, yeah, as you know, the top couple of players in league history. So. I guess, uh, yeah, that's both a, international players yeah, as well. I was about to say that it's, it's a toughie, <laughs> but um, I guess Luca's on a bigger market team, so he might be a more suitable face for the league. But is Giannis on the move? Well, free agency he, next year potentially. He's, I imagine. think, all twenty nine <laughs> other teams are are looking for his signature. So. Yeah, yeah. But Tom, yeah, it's... I think, yeah, it could go either way. Um, I think there, do, there doesn't have to be one face of the league, and I think what we'll see... Again, no, I blow that. I don't want yeah, that. Who yeah. have you got? Who's your, uh, who's your guy? Oh, God. I'll, I'll lock in um, maybe Giannis. I think okay. he's... I think um, for the next maybe five to six years in particular, he'll he'll be the, the household name. Yeah. Yeah, if you can pronounce it, Antetokounmpo. Uh, yeah, good work. Good, good work. Yeah. I can't. I'd just say Giannis. I can't do it. Would you be? Oh, you, you, would you be going that way? You're looking at my face. I'm absolutely struck with that question. I'd yeah. need a good probably three days to think about the answer. Look like but... you've just found a dollar but lost two. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's a bit in all sorts. Oh God! I'd, Give us an answer. Don't sit. I'd have fence. to. I'd have to agree with Ryan and say Giannis. Hey, I'm going to swing the other way. We like a devil's advocate here. We absolutely. I'm going to go Luca. 
Yeah, um, that's and fair. why. And why I think he's it's hard, it's hard to argue. Like Giannis is MVP, so there's not. Mm. Uh, like my argument is, I think Luke has got more potential. Okay. Um, I think he's got the capabilities of being a multiple-time MVP. Mm. Um, he's elevating an entire franchise. He's he, it's scary to think he's twenty years old still. Yeah, um, and what he's achieving on it's not you know a once a month performance. He's every game he's putting up incredible numbers. Nearly um, averaging a triple double. Yeah, it is, and so it's scary to think what his off. ceiling is. Yeah. Um. So I think for me, and especially as you said, Dallas bigger market team. I think mm. once Porzingis is firing, um, if they can get that cast around him set, I think they've got the potential to be, um, you know, in the title picture. Yeah. So I think it's cra- it, it's sorry to cut you off. It's no, cra- it's no. crazy to think like as you were just saying, he's twenty years old. What were we doing? I'm 21 and I'm sitting here talking about him. I was getting, yeah, I was playing 2K with some of these blokes and winning championships, but I wasn't doing it in real life, that's for sure. Can we stop talking? This is making me depressed. (laughs) It makes me feel like a failure. I have two years to get my life on track. You you need to be EuroLeague superstar, NBA superstar, (laughs) possible MVP in two years. We better get into that social league then soon, shouldn't we? (laughs) We do, yeah. I I don't know if we've mentioned this. We're we're looking into it, um, putting a daily dribble social basketball team together. Um, If anyone knows in in the Hobart area the best route to go with this, hit us up. Um, We're we're pretty keen keen to bowl out. and we'll, we'll, we'll try and get, we'll film them as well, so you can. It'll be white men can't jump. A few highlight reels here and there. I would have. Thought. I can get up at the rim. What are you talking about? Oh, Lee's God. got a vertical vertical of about three inches. So. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're I don't in, know about that. We're in trouble early, I reckon. Yeah, no. but oh. it'll be good value. So guys, hit us hit us up on our our socials: uh, Facebook, the Daily Dribble, Instagram, the Daily Dribble twenty three, mm. or Gmail at the Daily Dribble twenty three at gmail dot com. Yeah, uh, let us know. In the Hobart area, what's the best league, or maybe the worst league yeah, to get into? We need the worst league. So, <laughs> and look, we're we're open to imports as well. If if you're listening from, um, you know, just say the states, for example, and you want to come down and have a run around, feel free. Um, it's not going to be a big money contract, no. but uh, what can, you'll be what, paying to what, play, unfortunately. You but know, yeah. I was going to say, what can we offer them? <laughs> Jesus, not, not a much. Shout out. Um, a pie and a coke. No, it's it's prestigious being a part of this daily dribble social. Basketball club, so yeah, look, come down, have You'll a be run around. Immortalized in daily dribble history. Absolutely. I think we've got Devontae on the line, haven't we? Devontae. Casey, imagine that if we could get our uh, our friends from the NBA, Devontae, uh, KCP, Torian Prince. Yeah, yep. yeah Prince he's been down. bowling out, hasn't he? Yeah, but yeah. Oh, right. watch your space. Watch All right, your space. watch your space. We'll make a few calls, get in contact, and uh, <laughs> the daily dribble social basketball team will be off and running. We'll keep you updated. Okay, moving ahead, it was a funny start to the season, wasn't it? Like, there was quite a lot of controversy, mm-hmm. um, especially with some of the younger players in the league, John Collins, DeAndre Ayton, just with the uh, the the doping side yeah, of things. Yeah. These, I guess, performance-enhancing um, factors kind of yeah. derailed their, the start of their season, each, each missing 25 uh, games mm-hmm. each. Uh, do you think... Like the Suns, even the Hawks, their first half a dozen dozen games, they were looking good. The Suns have taken a bit of a trip off the cliff in mm. recent weeks, mm. but 
if both teams had have had these players, John Collins is probably the number two yeah. on the Hawks behind Trey. behind Trey and yep. DeAndre Ayton last year's number one overall pick. If their respective teams ha- had them, do you think they would have performed better than what they did, given even how they started, like pretty admirably? Um, to be honest, not really. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think they would have had t- too much of an impact in terms of more wins on the board. I think both of those teams, despite starting um, well, particularly the um, the Suns, were raving about them. You know, the first few mm. weeks. Yeah, I, was all, I was all aboard the oh, train. To a good start. I was keen they? for them, but um, no, I think they're I think they're a little little way off. Whether it be a few years, um, they, yeah, I don't think one player is going to make all the no. difference. Yeah, especially the Hawks. I was watching the Hawks Rockets game a few days ago. Might have been yesterday. God, their bench can hit nothing. Yeah. They're, they're that wide. I, I don't want. I don't want to name names, but I'm gonna. <laughs> Bembry, he can hit nothing. He's oh, so. He, he, there was a shot where, oh, multiple where he's just so open on the on the arc and just can't put it down. It, mm. It's a shame because again, the Hawks were a team I was mm. like. I think there's probably two teams in the league that are they're finished for the season, like yeah. the Golden State Warriors and the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, out of playoff contention, pretty much, I would say. Mm. All other 28 teams are in the picture. There's a sniff. But, yeah, the Hawks... <laughs> Not funny. <laughs> you didn't like that? I love making Lee cringe. So, go on. Um, <laughs> How was that? Now I've lost my train of thought. Where was I? Um, they're both what out. What were we talking about? The Hawks. They're, they're both out of it. The guns Yeah, no, before that. The Hawks. Hawks, Bembry's, Poohole, uh, whatever. <laughs> oh. Um, did you... Yeah, are the Hawks? Do they like they're they're going to be they're a team for the future as we've spoken about. They've got a lot of incredible young amount of cap space next season. Uh, these young players, like I guess they're given the rest of the season now as much game time as possible, uh, learn, grow. Mm. If you're Trey Young, how do you feel? Do you are you are you happy to give these young players time? Do you like? I guess it's all. Would you res, push the reset button for next season already, or do you still want to try and push it for this year? Like, get as many wins as you can, um, try and keep the best lineup out as much as possible, or is it young young blood now? Uh, look, I think he would probably, you know, be aware that their season's over, and I think actually coming to the Hawks, he would have been aware of what the next few years were going to look like. I think he would have been drafted and would have been, you know, understanding of the fact that they probably weren't going to be, you know, major threats for the for the next few years. Mm. And I think particularly this season, um, they've gone um, terribly, to, to be honest. Um, and I think at, at this point, he sort of just has to... Has, we, yeah, has I don't to know. embrace the position he's in. He sort in. of does, doesn't he? Yeah. It's a shame, though, because, like, he's doing as much as he can. Um, it's hard. Yeah, I guess you've got to play with the cards you're dealt. Um, I hope for his sake that they can next season maybe acquire a, a decent-sized name, mm. these young players develop, and that they are contenders next year. Or not contenders, but in the playoffs. Yeah. I think yeah. for a bloke his age, with the quality he possesses, he needs as many reps as possible in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, whether they're knocked out in the first round or not, Luca is going to get those reps um, this year. Mm. 
So, which which will only benefit him and his development, and I think Trey needs that same kind of exposure. Mm. Uh, the playoffs are an entirely different animal, so I think yeah, the more exposure, the better. I say this a lot, and you guys don't usually agree by with me, but I kind of live by this. Like the Hawks aren't losing by a lot of points; it's ten points or less most games. And like I said, it's those shots that aren't hitting that that really play a picture play play it doesn't it so i'm just you just said i kind of live by this I can't, can, you, can you, you get that tattooed on you the hawks I, only lose by less than 10 i, do, though. <laughs> I live or die by this motto no, but I yeah don't. you're right they they have lost a lot of tight games um we spoke about before the rockets atlanta game going down by seven it's a big ten like nuggets like it was less than 10 i think it was the boston celtics it was like three points yeah. It's like these shots that they aren't hitting. They oh, haven't, they're killer. They haven't disgraced themselves, but they've still got a very, very And that's the sign of a young team, isn't it? With all yeah. these close games not being able to irk out just a couple of wins. So, yeah, yeah hopefully they can pick it up next season. Yeah, and I thought I'd also just quickly mention um, Carmelo Anthony um, being picked up by the Trailblazers. Um, you know, we thought, I think most NBA fans thought that we may never see Carmelo um, grace the NBA court ever again, and um, you know him being a revelation. Picked, he's been he's been pretty good, hasn't he? Without setting the world on fire, obviously, but he's. Um, Who did he uh, get that game winner against the other day? That little mid-range jump free throw it, line. I can't, who, I can't actually remember who that was up clinch, against. But... Was it the Raptors? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. No, but hitting that game winner, but yeah, sorry, I. Digress. Yeah, Sorry, no, no, yeah, that's okay. Phenomenal. Yeah, I thought I think that's one of the um, you know, feel good stories of the year, seeing someone like Carmelo Anthony get another another shot at it, and you know, playing his part um, for the Trailblazers before they picked him up, they were looking a absolute shambles. They were sort of, I think they were second in the second last in the West at one stage, yeah. and now they're they're you know in and around the um, the playoff picture. So yeah, he's been he's been very beneficial for them. It's good to see, and it doesn't seem like, from what he's said in the media, and it doesn't seem like this is this is it. Like this is the final swan song for him. Mm. Um, yeah, go around next year. I reckon the way he's been playing. Mm. I remember we were questioning whether he should be a starter. Do you remember that? We were, yeah. Whether he'd embrace, I guess I was kind of thought he would just have to settle for a bench role at thirty-five. Uh, you don't really expect too much more, but mm. he's playing a starting role, putting up minutes, putting up points, and contributing to a team that mm. really needed him to. And it's hence hard, yeah, why they're back in and around that mm. that playoff picture, as you said, Roy. It's hard because a lot of games he is getting that twenty eight, twenty six, twenty seven points, but then a lot of games he's getting what seven, eight points. There's a bit of no in between at the moment for Carmelo, but it's kind of I guess okay. If he does have those games, um, mm-hmm. you've still got uh, Dame Lillard and mm. CJ McCollum who can light it up. Whiteside, Hassan uh, Whiteside. I yeah, think we should mention that. Yeah, he's been okay. He's, he's on the rise. He's regained a little bit of credibility in my eyes. <laughs> um, I certainly gave him enough flack to begin with. So, yeah, they're 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 not in the playoff picture at the minute. Um, it's certainly shaping up in both conferences. Like it's going to be a hell of a battle down the stretch. Um, as we said, there's probably only two teams, the Warriors and Hawks, that are completely out of it. Even yeah. the Pelicans are um, 
14th at the minute in the West, but still only a couple of games back. And likewise with the Knicks, 14th in the East and only a couple of games back. So, yeah, it has all the makings of a huge finish. I hope there's a, uh, a game what, it was a couple of seasons ago, last, last day of the season, uh, the Denver Nuggets against the Timberwolves. And it was, you win, you're in the playoffs. You mm. lose and you're, you're not. And mm. it'd be awesome to see kind of that again this year, a do-or-die game right on the last day. So mm. Mm. Just just quickly before we go on to the next one, it's not really related to this season, but um, a lot of talk has been going around, should the Knicks retire Carmelo's uh. jersey? Oh, it's, it's hard, isn't it? Because some, one team probably has to. Mm. Um, the Knicks, Nuggets... Mm. Um, Who did he have the biggest impact for? I think the Knicks. I'd say retire his jersey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't that. know. That retiring that jersey, especially in a place like New York, where you know they're they're a very um, proud, almost almost um, too proud of a basketball um, squad um, with with a massive fan base, and I don't know, I don't know if Camille necessarily did enough for that team to warrant that jersey. He, um, retirement. He took him to the playoffs. I think so. Leader you, you got a scoring championship, but I suppose it's hard because if you don't retire his in the last twenty years, you're not going to have anyone else. So yeah. mm. I, I, I feel like somebody will um, hang up his number in the rafters, but I reckon it's going to be a bit of a race who who gets him first. Mm. Um, well, yeah, that's yeah. that's that's Tough got off. me thinking. I, I reckon the Knicks will probably get him, although mm. he started his career with the Nuggets. Um, Safe to say the Thunder won't be won't be raising his jersey into no. the rafters anytime uh, soon. It seems very unlikely, but <laughs> yeah, hopefully it goes up somewhere. Um, he's, I would say, a bona fide Hall of Famer. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah his story's still not over though. Still doing good things and. Um, yeah, I don't know. You've got me. You've got me thinking there. Mm. Where, where would he go? But I don't doubt that he will go up somewhere. Okay, Nick. Okay, uh, with the MVP award at the minute, um, I've jotted down here is is Giannis the runaway favourite? Uh, he, he's got some competition. LeBron, AD, Doncic, Harden, um, all incredible names in their own rights, but it. It feels like it's Giannis's to lose at the minute. Mm. Uh, double it up back to back. Who would you say, I guess out of those names I just mentioned, or anyone else that comes to you, has the best chance of dethroning him? Well, anyone in the right mind would have would have thought that Luca would um, be in the race and even maybe win an MVP throughout his um, career. Um, but who would have thought? that he'd be in the race in his second season. Not many. Probably not no. many. So I reckon he's definitely up there. I reckon he's on his tail, Luca. You'd say he's number two? Like, he, would you have him above Harden? I, oh, yeah, I'd, I'd probably have him number two. Do we, do we... Sorry, just quickly before you answer, Ro, do we kind of, I guess, undervalue what Harden's doing just because we've seen it from him before? Probably not quite to this level, nearly 40 points a game, but we've seen similar... Things mm. from him in the past, and likewise, as much as Giannis is the favourite, um, there probably hasn't been the attention, the media attention on him as much this year, yeah. given the fact that he did 
most of the same last year. Yeah. Like, we know that James Harden can score with his eyes closed, but I guess um, to an extent we are sort of under... Under not underappreciating, but we're sort of just used to, as you said, Nick. We're used to him, you know, chucking up 30, mm. 30 plus points a night. But um, you can't like it's 30, he's almost averaging forty points in the best the best basketball league um, in the world. Um, so it's it's probably one of the all time all time best seasons from an individual player. In saying that, I think Giannis is. A fair stretch ahead of the next next runner for MVP in my eyes. I'd probably take an injury or something of the yeah. kind to probably stop him at this stage. Yeah. Granted, we're a tick under halfway, halfway to go, but it seems like he's pretty safely asserted himself. Mm. Um, oh, I don't know. I, I kind of... It's hard because you feel like LeBron and AD are going to take votes off each other. Um and they kind of out-compete each other a bit. LeBron certainly started the season like a house on fire, um, mm-hmm. and he's still playing at an incredible level, top couple in the league, but AD recently has since starting to find a bit of form. Um, he's got that defensive uh, mind as well, which helps yeah. his case, especially we spoke about last week, if he picks up Defensive Player of the Year, that helps. Um Whereas Doncic, I get, is not a one-man show, but he certainly, for that Dallas team, gets most of, if not all, that recognition, which helps his case as well. And the fact that he has such a good storyline, uh, the new NBA darling, 20 years old, nearly averaging a triple-double. Um, the Mavs are, you know, top four, top five in the West. It's it's quite an intriguing battle, I reckon. I'd I would probably have Harden as two at the minute and Doncic at three, mm. as in terms of playing. But given the storyline, the narrative that the reporters and everyone jumps on so much, I'd probably have uh, Doncic as number two, as like you, Lee. Yeah. But I uh, I hope it continues. I hope it really tightens up down the stretch, and mm. that it's a pretty open race going into the last ten, fifteen games. They do look more favourably odd um, upon players who are st- standouts on their team and don't particularly have that other superstar or two superstars to help them out. And I think um, Giannis and, and Luka Doncic, even though they've both got really handy players on their squad, um, there's daylight separating them from the, from the next best player on their team, which I think um, will result in them you know, finishing... You know, top three in the um in the MVP standings at the end of the year. Does as much as just spoke about Luca and his age being a nice narrative. Does it hurt him a little bit as well? Um, heard a bit of talk, the fact that a lot of people in the media might think that, um, I guess as good as he's playing, it's not his turn yet. Like he's twenty years old, he'll have his turn in the next couple of years to be MVP and things like that. Do you think this is a factor? Do you think him being as young as what he is? I think it benefits him more than hurts him, in my opinion. Yep. Like, you look at D Rose, and he was what's he? he, He's the youngest player to win the MVP. That definitely benefited him, didn't Mm. it? Yeah, I think I think the NBA loves loves having um, these 
Imagine, um, yeah, I think Derry Rose was the youngest player in NBA history to win the MVP award back in 2010. Um, and it just made P- NBA fans in general excited for the future. They were mm. like, okay, the next face of the NBA is, uh, you know... Here already. Yeah, here already, and they're, you know, they're just got off their pee plates. Mm. So I think it's pretty um, pretty exciting. On with Lee, I think it's probably... Luke gonna... can't even go to a bar yet. <laughs> he can't. Can can't. Isn't that I didn't scary? even think of that. Nearly yeah. MVP of the league. You can't go to a bar, you mm, know. That's funny. Anything like that. Jeez, he's young. But yeah, you're right. The f- it does give such bright future. Wow, that was not <laughs> no, my word. That was correct English, but... Nope. Uh, <laughs> rephrase that. It does give such bright <laughs> it, hope. It gives them such <laughs> bright future. Uh, go on. Uh, I bottled this someone take over <laughs> but yeah no you're right it does and I, I, I agree I think Luca's age does help him yeah um, geez what reports are saying that it doesn't help him geez a couple of different things I've heard and listened to yeah. just think that n- not that it's not fair that he wins it now but like as I said his time will come yeah. uh, I, I, for me that I don't think it has any relevance no. like if you're the best player you deserve exactly. to be crowned the yeah. best player whatever age you are mm. yeah like yeah. if LeBron was hypothetically to win it this year at 35, are people going to say, oh, that's not fair, he's beyond his prime, mm, no. even if he is the best player? Mm, no. so. It's just these um, you know, media outlets trying to play... Trying to play, uh, trying to play trying to say? We're all on fire, no, aren't we? They're today? trying to play devil's advocate, yeah. um, as a lot of media outlets try to, to do. Clicks, trying to get clicks, as Lee just said. And, um, Should we try that? Um, we try to. We try to make, and um, you know... Uh, attention-seeking um, <laughs> titles for our podcast, but how's that going? Pretty well, I would have pretty thought. Pretty well, yeah, guys. I actually think that because Luke is so young, I don't reckon he's uh, valid to win MV. Oh, get, get MVP. All right, Lee. No, I was just There's your to hot take. Oh, get the clicks. Yeah, chuck it as our title. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. Doncic, no chance for MVP. <laughs> says Liam Hancock. Write him off. No, don't, don't mark my words. It's a bloody joke, fellas. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Good one at that. Fellas, I want to move on here. Yeah, let's move on. Um, what have we got? Because I'm, I'm really excited. It's been a couple of weeks since Hero of the Week. Oh, oh, I've been really excited to hear... I hear the, cheers he, in the distant distant background. Distant is that what that was? Yeah, that's what that was. Yeah. Um, been craving a bit of our intro music. I'm sure like the fans out there have as well. So let's get into it. The return of Hero of the Week. Sing along, guys. Cue the music. Believe it or not, I'm walking have it guys who will it be nick sorry i'm trying to get over the intro music how great was that yeah it's always a highlight of these podcasts oh, isn't it? revved up now revved up for the uh the back half of this episode so my hero of the week drum roll no nah, no drum yeah that'll do it <laughs> that, that would have hurt my ears um my hero of the week the return uh the san antonio spurs and probably more specifically demar Derozan. yeah Good one. Um, not going to count their result that happened today. Don't check up on it either, otherwise it kind of hurts the credibility <laughs> gonna, of this You know they're going to check it up now. But, um, yeah, the Spurs had two huge wins during the week. A 104 to 126 win over the Milwaukee Bucks 
and a 129 to 114 win over the Boston Celtics. Both, you know, top. Well, they're both the one and two seed in the uh, in the East to knock them off. And DeRozan specifically, he put up 25 points, three rebounds, seven assists versus the the Bucks, and 30 points, six rebounds, and four assists versus the Celtics. Um, really impressive showing from him and and the Spurs as a whole. They kind of like as I said, 126 and 129 points respectively in each of these games. Uh, they found that balance with their offense. Um, it mm. was a really well-rounded performance. DeRozan leading, leading the uh, the team in scoring yeah. um, in both games, but had valuable contributions from Lamarcus Aldridge, Rudy Gay, Patty Mills, and just really solid output. Not only in the points department, but also the effort in mm. yeah from from Murray, Derek White, Lonnie Walker chimed in as well. And yeah, they've they've now they they like the Trailblazers that we mentioned seemed like a bit of a write off earlier in the season. Uh, they're since they're up to sixteen and twenty, uh, still under five hundred. But that's that's good enough at the minute for eighth mm. in the West. So yeah, if the season were to end now, they're in the playoffs, mm. and that seemed like a pretty unattainable goal maybe a month or two ago. Yep. Um, yeah, so, yeah, yep, yep, yep indeed. Um, it was a filler. <laughs> but DeRozan, it's really good, like a, a bloke that I've been pretty down on recently. Mm. Um, he is kind of starting to recapture that that all-star form. And can you cut it out? I'm trying to talk. Grow up. Go ahead and have a chat then. I'll have to. <laughs> But yeah, it, it's it's really good, and I wow. Okay, yeah, go. What, what, Do you want to go? Why have you stopped, bud? Because <laughs> you're snorting like a little piglet over there. <laughs> <laughs> Pull it together, would you? Oh, go on, go on. <laughs> but yeah, DeRozan showing up our bloody time. <laughs> Stocking fillers. <laughs> um, yeah, since DeRozan, it, it it has been quite an impressive uh, return to form for the Spurs as a whole. Mm. And I, their offense, they've not been really known for this. They're quite normally in recent years under Pop, a slow, methodical team, uh, work the clock. But yeah, as I alluded to, 126 and 129, um, pretty remarkable, really. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's pretty big. Um, how about this though? What? No, oh, I was about to tell you. <laughs> Um, the, the Spurs have the Spurs have taken some huge scalps this year. So they've they've taken care of the Bucks, Celtics, Clippers, and Rockets, just to name a few. But even though they've you know taken care of these, you know the best teams in the league, some would say they're still you know under five hundred. Yeah, I think they're under five hundred after today's game. Yeah, they'll be after today sixteen and twenty one at the time of writing sixteen and twenty. What does that say about them, though? Well, it's a good question because if you're a Spurs fan, um, do you feel happy knowing that you can knock off teams above 500, teams above you? So in a playoff, uh, mm. playoff game, playoff series, um, you've proven you can do this. But if you don't beat teams under 500, you're not going to make the playoffs. And they're mm. in a pretty tight battle at the minute, so... I, I really don't know which way you swing. Mm. Um, they haven't kind of 
found that middle ground at the minute. And it's hard. They really need to consolidate this place. Um, OKC in seventh at the minute are a couple of games ahead of them. So really they're, they're in eighth or they're not in the playoffs. So yeah. they, in my opinion at the minute, they do need to try and just focus on turning up to every game. Uh, it is hard given the schedule, how many games they play, fatigue, mm. travelling, things like that, but all teams encounter that. But they do need to just grind out a couple of these results that they that they should be winning. Um, yeah. As you said, Ro, it's all well and good to win win these big clashes as they have done this week, two, two wins against the top two teams in the East. But yeah, they do need to focus on winning some of these these games that should be in kind of reality gimmies. Mm, mm-hmm. Definitely. Yep. Good. <laughs> Thank you for that, Ro. Okay. Right. We'll, we'll move on. Lee, who was your hero of the week? My hero of the week is um Ish Smith from the Washington Wizards. With um with Bradley Beal out, he's definitely stepped up uh, off the bench. Um, not only Bradley Beal, they're missing their whole team, aren't they? Yeah, At the minute, Bertrand, yeah. Bonga, jo- Ash- Johnny Wall. Everybody oh, do the jam. <laughs> well, do the jam. Well, but, you heard that song, Troop Forty One. I haven't. I can't, can't listen to it after. No, nah, it's a good song. But um, but yeah. In specific, his performances against the Nuggets and the and the Celtics. The Nuggets, he dropped thirty two points, and uh, the Celtics, he dropped twenty seven. It's been an insane week for him. They needed something, didn't they? As we said, given the injuries that. Well, we have... need something as fans as well, and this yeah. has given us like a little glimmer of something special. And again, like most teams in both conferences, bar the two we mentioned before. They're not out of the playoff picture. Mm. Um, all you really need is that couple, of, like a three, four game win streak, and you're, yeah. you're right back in it. And to be honest, the Wizards have probably looked better without their their core at the minute. Yeah. Um, they, I think, in saying that, like once they get everyone, like if they had everyone firing, um, John Wall, mm. as you said, Roy, who we haven't seen in quite a long time, you get him back, Bradley Bill, and the pieces that. Like, who knows what state Wall will come back in. Mm. But the pieces that surround them, Smith, Bonga, Hachimura, uh, Bertans, there is potential there. And if Ish Smith can perform this well off the bench, they've got a solid six, haven't they? Been incredible this week. Yeah. Who who was it? Jordan McRae? Yeah, he He also had a a really fantastic week. Mm. Um, And to be honest, I'm just saying his name because I like it. Admiral Schofield. Oh, Imagine calling the kid Admiral. Admiral. <laughs> it's pretty Admiral. Hello. <laughs> it is. I don't know. Was that a fake laugh? Did that sound like a fake laugh? A little bit. Little <laughs> bit. It wasn't meant to. Be. I was meant to be genuine. I, yeah. yeah. But um, there are bright sparks there for mm. them. Um, and yeah, Smith, I think, it's a great pick. Yeah. Him and the Wizards have. Uh, they are exciting to watch. The no defense, all offense. Um, so they make for pretty exciting TV. The only thing is he's not very consistent no. um, at this time, at least. He's, he's having games where he's scoring seven, eight points, and then other games where he's scoring 27. Like Carmelo, and, hey. Like Carmelo. Mm. If he could find that average, and average maybe... I'd like 19, to see him 20? 19, 20 points with about six assists, because he's been getting up there with the assists too. I'd be happy with that. Even if he could become their third scoring option, like once John Wall returns and they'll have Bradley Bill 
Um, you know, even if he could be averaging, you know, 15 plus as that third scoring yeah. option, that would be that would be really handy for the Wizards. I hope they there, there was talk earlier in the year in the back end of last year about trading Bill. Uh, I hope they don't. I hope they actually kind of keep the group that they've got now mm. um, and the inclusion of Wall. I'm pretty interested to see what they can achieve. Mm. Uh, I hope that they, mm. you know, don't do anything silly. Um, you know, keep your heads down, play it cool, wait till Wall's back. It and feels see, like he's been out forever. Because they've kind of been on the edge, it seems. Yeah, since mm. the Wall injury, which does feel like an eternity mm. of being on the edge of blowing things up. Um, but I think at the minute, the position they're in, give it a go, see what happens, see once you've got all the cards laid out, see what you've got. And yeah. Mm. Yeah. Smith, a great pick from you, Lee. Thank you. Ro, who was your hero of the week? Yeah, rightio. So I've gone with Rudy Gobert and um, and also the Utah Jazz. Um, Utah, uh, they're on a really good um, winning streak at the moment. They've won eight eight um, in a row and 13 of their last 14 games. So some could say they're even the um, form team of the competition at the moment in terms of wins on the trot. Um and you you sort of think, well, how have they how have they managed to string this many along? And you know, Rudy Gobert's been a been a massive contributor for for the, for all of those games really. Um, he's he's averaged sixteen rebounds since the new year. So from a defensive standpoint, he's been he's been unbelievable. And it's crazy because he's won the he's won the defensive player of the year the last two years in a row but for some reason I still feel like he's underrated from an NBA player's perspective maybe from a defensive point of view um, people give him the credit where it's due but he's he's a, he's a really really great player and um, yeah I, he's... I like that actually sorry to cut you off I yeah. like that point just quickly I'll ask you this for given you've picked yep. the Jazz and Rudy Gobert specifically uh, earlier in the week the game against the Pelicans that was right down to the wire. Um, mm. Brandon Ingram had the ball, uh, went for the the drive, and came up against Gobert. Um, it looked like a pretty obvious foul. I know Pelicans fans were pretty... Well, even if you watch the end of the game, as soon as the final whistle went, the Jazz kind of scurried off the field knowing that they got away with one. Yeah, yeah. Um, it looked <clears throat> certain that Gobert had fouled Ingram. Yeah. Um, Heard heard a bit of talk saying that I guess given Gobert's I guess reputation as such a defensive juggernaut, yeah. um, he kind of got a bit of leniency here, possibly, mm. from the from the refs. Um and yeah, got let off without a foul. Ingram missed missed a shot, no foul called, and the Jazz went on to win the game. Yeah. So I guess yeah, his reputation does it certainly helps him, doesn't it? It does. And I guess it is forgotten what an impact he has had. Um, Do you reckon it's because um, he's also on sort of like a smaller market team, the Utah yeah. Jazz? They're not they're not spoken about that regularly. Um, he's he's. We talked about a lot going into the season, and uh, if you guys go back, you can check out all of our podcasts um, on any of your leading podcast providers. Um, I think it was the second or third episode before you guys had jumped on board. I did my predicted standings. I had the Jazz as number one, mm. um, and they were predicted. There was a lot of chat about them going into the season that they would be 
a bit of a force to be reckoned with, especially in the regular season. Yeah. Uh, they certainly hadn't lived up to that until probably the last couple of weeks. Mm. But since then, and hence why they're your hero of the week, they have picked it up, certainly. Mm. They're clicking and, on all cylinders, aren't they, at the moment? Yeah. And I, th- like they, the quality they possess, they do have a team that can, you know, turn heads in the playoffs. Um, do we still think of them as a contender? Uh, a contender, yes, but then there's. I feel like there's two categories. There's a contender, then there's a serious contender. Yeah. And I feel like in terms of will they get to the Western Conference Finals, which would place them in the serious contenders um, bracket. No, I don't think they'll get there. But will well, they... At the minute, they're sixth, aren't they? I think they're fifth. fifth. Yeah. fifth. Oh, yeah. they've crept up to fifth. Yeah. yeah. So they're, 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 they're knocking on that door of the fourth spot. So they'd be playing the Rockets at the minute or the Clippers? Rock Clippers. <laughs> One of them. One of them, but... Do, do you back them in? Um, yeah, look, I think they'll probably um, get through the first round of the playoffs. Um, well, I want to hold you to that. That's yeah. A... Yeah, I don't. I don't know how far how far they will get. I certainly don't think they will make it to the Western Conference Finals just based on the competition that they have. But um, yeah. Regardless, they've been amazing, and as I said, they've been the form team of the competition over the last probably you know thirteen to fourteen games. Absolutely, a team on the up. Yep. Uh, recapping that, guys. Three three big picks. I went for uh, the Spurs, and in particular, Demar Derozan. I went for uh, Ish Smith from the Wizards. Yeah, and I went with uh, Rudy Gobert and the Utah Jazz. Brilliant. Fellas, the return of Hero of the Week. Good stuff. Good to have it back on, uh, on air. Back on air. <laughs> Absolutely, Lee. Okay. Oh, no. oh, what's done, Jitch? No, no. Man, he's gone. You are you are serving your punishment. We'll move on no, to... we'll check. Just no, in mate. He wasn't coming back on. It's over. You're kaput. We'll move on to everybody's new favourite segment. God Be damn. right or good night. And it, today it is good night for Ro and Lee. Um, last week in our debut episode, uh, I suffered the consequences down in a Raw Regis the Punishment. Make sure to check that out on our socials and our, our new YouTube channel, The Daily Dribble, um, mm. if you haven't seen that yet. Uh, eating a raw egg was the punishment. Uh, this week I've survived... And Rowan Lee have both both failed. So, yeah, fellas, your punishment this this week. We've got some uh, some crickets here to eat. Yeah, um, and not overly um, overly keen on this one. I'm keen to say it. It's nice being on the opposite end of things. Um, okay, ha- let's are, let's are you, let's you... say everyone's um, certain is that were yeah. last week. Nick, what'd you have? So my certainty was. Uh, the OKC, OKC to win two out of three games against uh, the Philadelphia 76ers, the Brooklyn Nets, and the Houston Rockets. Which mm-hmm. they did. They lost to the 76ers. Um, they got up in an absolute thriller versus the Nets in overtime, a game they should have lost had Dinwiddie, Spencer Dinwiddie been able to make a free throw. And they blew out the Rockets in the end, so I was safe. Lee. I had um, Luka Doncic to uh, to get three out of four um, 30-point triple-doubles. Double-doubles, I believe. Oh, double-doubles, bloody hell. And he got that in the first two games. The third game, he um, 
he fell short by about, I think it was by like three points. And this game, which ended about three minutes ago, he's fell short by five points. So Punishment look, for you. Looks like I'm eating crickets today. Beautiful. Right. Who was your uh, prediction this week? Yeah, so I'd say Gilgis Alexander. Um, and I predicted him to average 25 over the over the four games that played out throughout this week. And um, unfortunately, he fell short of that. He was um, he averaged 19, 19 over those four in the end, which didn't bode well for me because... Um, Did he get over 25 points in even one game? No, I think he scored 22 as his highest or something mm. like that. So... Um, the yeah. long and short of it is, you fellas are on punishment duties today. Shall we Do you want to show show all of our viewers what we're? Let me premise this: these crickets were bought 2013, 2014, so they're about five, six years old. Pretty dusty, aren't they? Sorry, just quickly before we start, I'd like to say a huge thank you to everyone that sent through suggestions. Yeah, thank mm. you. Um, we really appreciate it. it. We've backlogged them, so we've got uh, in the next couple of weeks quite a uh, a range of storage of them. A range of uh, unpleasant challenges mm. to uh, undertake. So mm. really appreciate that, guys. Big thank you. And yeah, today we've got the crickets. Here's the reveal on camera, guys. So salt and vinegar bee. crickets. Crickets. And six years old, aren't they? About six. There's years not old. much salt and vinegar left on those bad no, boys. No, it's safe more, to more so dust, isn't more, it? Mm. It's more cricket than salt and vinegar. So um, let's open so, them yeah, up. Yeah, stop delaying it. Let's not pour them out. I think we, we need to put it on some white. Just so we can see the beauty of it. Oh, no, let's not put either work in there. Okay, cool. <laughs> Alright, let's have oh, a yeah, what are they Come on, stop mucking around. Oh, do you think You're I'm delaying doing it, it on purpose? Oh, they look, delaying the inevitable. They look tasty. About How many we got there? A couple for each of you. Okay, let, let's big zoom in there. There's about two full crickets, one head, one and two bodies. Guys who are listening to the podcast at the minute, you are hearing the audio version of this punishment. Uh, make sure to check out the the video format that we're recording at the minute. I'll take, um, I'll take the big boy. Facebook and YouTube the... channels. Hey, I'm trying to plug the channel. Chill out, man. <laughs> okay, I'm taking the big boy, and I'm going to take this part of the body. So I think that's fair that you have those. Do you, do you want to do it at the same time? Yeah. Hold on. I reckon you have him as well. I'm not having the, oh, no, okay. the head. If I have the big boy, you have those. Show a bit of ticker. Okay. All right, hold on. Are we standing up? Yep. Stand up. Okay. Are we doing it all at once? Radio. All at once. I think halfway through we do a little... Yep. Yeah. We want to see, see that they're down. Okay. okay, let's do it, fellas. Say hello to this guy. Okay. Hold on. Big yeah, let's have here. a look. Hello. We've got Ooh, eyes hello, on Hello, cutie. Okay. Oh, hello. Sniff check. Sniff check. That's, uh, there's no salt there's, and vinegar There's absolutely on that. none, is there? Did you make sure to rub it around the dust a little bit? I'm not rubbing it on the six-year-old dust, Nick. Okay, we're going to chuck it down the hatch. <laughs> okay, count Somebody, Somebody's angry that he's doing the punishment today. Oh, yeah, he's not happy. He thought he would get out of it uh, scot-free. Wasn't the case. Here we go. All right, fellas. Three, two. Crunch two. We need to crunch him. <laughs> Righto. Well, I'm, do you want to start? Yeah, I can start. Yeah, no, okay. yeah, no yeah. go, man. Three, two, one, go. Oh. Oh. <coughs> Hold on. Show us the tongue. Show us the tongue. <coughs> That's good content. Oh. Where's my water? Show us your tongue, bro. <coughs> I actually nearly vomited. Oh. I didn't think it'd be that. Somebody chuck. Oh, this is great stuff, fellas. <coughs> There's one in the back of my teeth. 
Oh. It gets stuck in your throat. I really hope... Uh, no villain eyeball. For our audio listeners out there that you heard the crunch, um, I could see quite a bit of... I could see the eyes looking at looking at me from, from your tongue. Oh, let's have a look at your eyes there, Ro. That was Look like you've been on a week-long crack binge with Amy Winehouse. Bellissimo. <laughs> Not sure if you're allowed to say that. <laughs> that went down like a treat. Uh, quick, nice. quick little recap interviews. Lee, what did you think of your crickets, mate? Look, I'm, I'm going to have to say that in about 20 years, we're going to have to have these as snacks the way things are going. So <laughs> get used to it, boys. You enjoyed it. It wasn't it? It was bad. The crunch, good, no good. It, it tasted worse. I think the fact that it was five to six years old. It sounded bad. No Bro. salt and oh, vinegar on no. it. None. No. None. None. You reckon? <laughs> Row. Row. Your opinion, mate. What did you think? Zoom in on the eyes. Zoom in. Yeah, on the eyes. I want to see the eyes. That's what Whee! I thought. Of it. That's too far. Nah, oh was... my! Wait. Blue steel. That's the ticket. Uh, what, did, what did you think of your cricket throw? It was worse than I thought it would be. Yeah, I was expecting it to be some kind of um, salt and vinegar chip, and in the end, it tastes like salt and vinegar shit. It was terrible. <laughs> it was absolutely horrendous. <laughs> so, <laughs> as was that bloody pun. Bill, let's bring it in together. Bring it in. Uh, completed week two of B Ride or Good Night. Send in some more. Yeah, we'll, we'll just um, keep stacking them up. Make sure to listen to the podcast. We're going to rip through our next week's predictions. Uh, we've got a very exciting challenge coming up. We've got... Ro, do you want to announce this one? <coughs> Next, oh, Jesus. <laughs> that was right? head, I think I just saw the head pop. <laughs> Ro, next week's challenge. Tell the viewers what they've got to look forward to there. Yeah, so next week's challenge, you've got um, oh, yeah. the world's hot... Or at least Australia's hottest corn chips. They're the world's, aren't they? Well, they're very hot. They've got ghost peppers in it. A um, couple million Scovilles. It's it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be hot. Yeah, um, plenty to look forward to. It actually um, just came up in the back. In saying that, I hope I'm not the not the one that um, has to devour those bad boys. So, um, fellas, good shift there. Thanks. Um, make sure to check out for our audio listeners on podcast. Check out the video on our Facebook and YouTube channels going up later today. Um, and yeah, for our visual listeners out there, check out the podcast and hear what we've got in store for next week. Uh, second episode of Be Right Good Night, fellas. Signing off. Signing off for this segment, yes. Thanks, I hated it. Beautiful, well done, lads. Good shift. Uh, we're still on podcast next We're still so on chuck, podcast. Chuck the camera away. All right, we'll we're still on podcast. <laughs> All right, guys. Far out. Well done there. That I'm was seeing, disgusting. Seeing agony. It was actually way. I was. I was expecting. I was. I, I'm so glad that when you you guys opened your mouth a little bit, so I could see the eyes looking back at me. Did you actually? Oh, yeah. My we yeah. had we had three eyes in our head at that point. Actually, four. <laughs> what about eight. Well done. No, very impressive. Um, as I said, guys, check it out because the the boys here did very well. Mm. Um, now we've. Well, it's nice. I completed the uh, punishment last week. You two this week. We're all on the board and underway. Uh, without further ado, let's get into our our next punishment. As as Roy touched on a minute ago, we've got the world's hottest chip in store for next week. Um, yeah, something to look forward to. But my my prediction. You ready for this, fellas? I'm I'm nervous about this one. Yeah. Plenty riding on it. There's a lot riding on it, so I'm interested to hear if you think it's got enough risk in it. But I've got the Cleveland Cavaliers to win one out of three games next week. The games, hold on, are against the Nuggets at home, the Lakers at home, 
and the Clippers at home. So three tough games, but oh, far out, man. Are you paying attention no. or what? Go you, for it. You still got cricket in your throat. Yeah, I do. You've got my attention. So we've got the Nuggets at home, mm. the Lakers at home, and the Clippers at home. Three in the top four teams in the in the in the West win one out of three. But I put a little uh, extra bit on this. Here we go. They're not to lose any game by more than 12 points. Okay, okay, okay. How do we feel about this? So you think they're going to win one of those three? And, the and they, can't, they... they can't lose any game by more than 12. Are you a masochist by any, by any chance, Nick? You don't think they can do it? I think they've looked I, all right I lately. Think you're going to be downing those hot chips no, I, next I think Kevin Love, Tristan Thompson put in a huge shift in their overtime win versus the, versus the Pistons the other day. Yeah. I feel like all at home as well. I feel like they've they've got a they've got a shot here. I think they can one of these teams as good as all three are. I think they'll have a night off, okay. um, coasting against the Cavs. And yeah, the Quick and Loans Arena. I think the Cavs might pull out one. By more than by no more than twelve points. Oh, far out. <laughs> Listen, come I'm on, trying to, I'm man. trying to figure out my my bloody prediction. No, so they've got to win one out of three. Yeah. But they can't lose any game by more than twelve. Yeah. And there's the element of risk. Oh. Do you think that? Do you think that's a big enough risk? Oh, I From my point I, of view, I think they're going to lose all three. Yeah, I would have said they're going to probably lose by twenty. And <laughs> <laughs> all of them. The yeah, I would have said it's enough at. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You added that extra bit, which I give you credit for, but mate, you're going to be you're going to be down on some hot chips next. I think next they week. can do it. I'm, okay. I honestly think the way they've been playing, they've looked better as of late. I think uh, these teams will maybe coast in. Mm. Um, I like the fact that they're all at home. That kind of helped me. Yeah. Um, big enough risk there, you reckon, fellas? Yeah, big enough. Mate, you've you've done well there. I think there's more than enough risk. Beautiful. Okay, my one. <laughs> Lee, who do you have? My certainty is I believe um, Buddy healed this week over the next two games against Orlando and Dallas Mavericks. Maverick. Maverick. Mavericks. 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 Yeah, will um, average 21 points. He's so far averaging... Over how many games, sorry? Two. 21. 21, yeah. What's he been last, averaging so far? Last week he averaged, I think it was like 19 points. Mm. Yeah, I feel like... 19 points. And Dallas, like... Yeah. Are we going to... As you saw, like, Dallas are pretty free-flowing. Today they conceded 129 points versus the Lakers. Yeah, versus the Lakers. Um, Emphasise on the Lakers. Would you you be willing to reconsider? Renegotiate. Renegotiate. 23. No, I'd go 22 at the, You'd go 22? At the highest. How do you feel about that? Do you think there's enough? He's having games where he's getting 16 Orlando. points. 16. He's having games, to be fair, where he's getting 24 points, which is good. And he's having games where he's averaging 16. I'd take 22. I wouldn't take 21. Ro, but, will you take 21? No, I'll take 22. <laughs> okay. Wait, I, 22, were you locked in? It's an extra point. Yeah. Come on. Oh, you, what about your extra point last week? You yeah. Didn't, yeah, I'll I, take... I, I think 22 okay. would probably sell me on it. 22 points. Then, all right. like I said 23, you said 21. If we find the middle yeah, ground, I'm middle pretty happy. 22, yeah. So you need 44 points in two games from yeah, Buddy Hill. That is correct. Beautiful. All right, Lee, that's good renegotiations. Good. I hope he gets like 40... 41 or something. You would, 40, you bloody... That'd be sick. No, 43, should I say. Yeah. 
That would be sick. That'd be disgusting. Roy, what's your your pick there, mate? Bear with me, guys. Okay, so I've got the Denver Nuggets to win four out of four games this week. Christ. So in in their last five, they've shown that they're certainly they've certainly not unbeatable. Um, they've lost two of their last five, um, and you know throughout the last, I think it's the last few weeks, they've lost against. New Orleans Pelicans and Washington Wizards, so yep. they're they're definitely susceptible. Um, Who have they got in those games? That's or I see one that's big. So, so the games that they've got in the next four are Cleveland Cavaliers. Yep. That's <laughs> your one, Nick. Yeah. Los, Los Angeles Clippers, <laughs> Charlotte Hornets, and Golden State Warriors. Now, three of those four, you'd probably expect them oh. to beat quite easily <laughs> it's the los angeles clippers game which which gives them gives this pick the element of risk yeah um, i really like this actually i think there's huge risk in that because we we touched on earlier in our season review any team can beat anyone on any mm. given night yeah so sorry cleveland clippers, clippers. charlotte and golden, golden state. state they're the four teams four out of four um do you have if they're at home or not um, I think that I think it's spread. I think they're spread. at home for a few of them yep. and away for a few of them. I like this. I'm I'm happy with that risk. Are you happy, Lee? Yeah, it's just funny because I was about to one of my um, backup ones were Clippers to win three out of three games. I think it was. So if yeah, that was it, someone that would have been good. Mm. That would have made someone for exciting. I think I think the Clippers game is um, in Denver, so that could give them a bit of a. Bit of an advantage, mm. but still a tough game. Like, no, I'm, I'm happy with that. I, I like that. As you said, I think three games on paper should be gimmies. Four. Mm. But the, mm. that, four there's four of them. Yeah, but the yeah. Clippers game's not a gimme. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, but Charlotte, I even think... It, no, like, I think they'll take care of them quite easily. Take care of business there. The way so, Jokic has been playing lately. Uh, to be honest, okay. no renegotiations here from me. I'm really happy with that, Lee. Yeah, yeah all I'm going to say is don't underestimate Charlotte. I think they're going to come up on top in that game. So. Don't underestimate Devontae Graham, but I think the Denver team okay. overall. Mate, don't I think underestimate this is... my Cavs to absolutely come out and drop heat. Yeah, okay, Although, absolutely. then again, that could be the one that they lose by more than 12. So, um, Fellas, really happy with that. Uh, recapping uh, our predictions for next week's Be Right or Good Night. Yep. Um, I've picked... The Cleveland Cavaliers to win one out of three. And the side note of that is they are unable to lose any game by more than 12 points. That's I've, a big one. I've got um, Buddy Hield from the Kings to average. We renegotiated 22 points 22 throughout points. two games. Beautiful. Huge. And I've got uh, the Denver Nuggets to win four out of their four games this week. So... Who's got the, okay, who's got the biggest element of risk? I, I'm going to go off the bat and say Nick, just because of that added bit. Nick's, mm. Nick's balls are drooping though, that big at the Massive. I feel like I'll have an ele- a, a, yeah, shit. a big element of risk here. Um, I think... I don't know what I think. I think we're going to be frazzled next Saturday when we punch yep. down a couple of these chips. I think regardless, one of, one of us are going to be, us are gonna be in trouble. Um, well... Yeah, I've lost spot here. So we might wrap it up there, guys. A huge episode today. Uh, thank you all for listening. Um, make sure to get in touch with the show with any comments or questions that come to mind. Five stars too. Yeah, make sure to leave that rate and review that we touched on at the start of the show if you want to be featured on next week's episode. 
Um, five stars really helps us. And as we said a couple of weeks ago, it's uh, it'll be a nice nice thing to tell the, the grandkids one day when you are <laughs> featured on the Daily Dribble podcast. Indeed. Um, is that it from you guys? Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Make sure as well to check out, we'll upload later on our video of Lee and Roe. With their with their punishment, the cricket's going down. Mm. I can still um, taste the eyeball. I'm no. not kidding. I've got one in my back tooth, just the eyes. Love that. Okay, I got it. I got it. You got him. You got it. Beautiful yeah. guys. You'll be able to find that on our Instagram. We've got a. Instagram, did we have it last week? Instagram, Facebook, Facebook and our new YouTube channel. Make sure to go subscribe to that. The Daily Dribble. Um, not the, the Iranian, Ukrainian, Ukrainian, whatever. The real Daily Dribble. We'll have all of our punishment videos on that, as well as additional content. So make sure to subscribe and check that out. Um, anyway, in the meantime, guys, till till next week. Till next week. This is Lee signing out. Look, guys, I was about to go with my. Sign off from last week, but I've been in contact with the producers um, there in the Big Blue House, and um, they're not too happy. So, so I guess um, this week. Nah, just joking. <laughs> Give it to us. Then. Yeah, goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. I thought it was goodbye. Nah, goodbye. Goodbye. Okay, Nick. What have you Alright, guys. Thank you very much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Take it easy. Love you. Bye. Shout out to Daily Chip. That was true. You gon' have to go ahead and see what they know. Tell us all the time, it ain't no romance if he knows. We gon' make it drop, drop, drop time.